Let's get trashed. It's in the can. Welcome to another in the can episode of Let's Get Trashed. Talking about classic movies that have already been recorded. Obviously, everybody knows it's sweeping the nation. Our in the can series is a uh, not contemporary. We're talking about the classics here, folks. And today, we're talking about the greatest film trilogy of all time. Yeah. With the third one being really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the greatest film duology ever, surpassing Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. It even is Lord of the Rings? Even Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. We're, talking, we're talking Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, baby. One and two, Secret oh, of Oh, we should have got pizza for this. Damn. That's okay. No, that's actually... A, that's, we should have got that pizza for that. That would have been a cool idea. All right. Instead of let's get trashed, it's let, let's eat pizza. Let's eat pizza and have people watch us eat pizza. At 11 in the morning. Yeah. I guess it's lunchtime. Pizza's not crazy at 11.37 yeah. on a Friday morning. Awesome. Yeah. First you know, of all, so we're talking, we're talking Ninja Turtles... We're trying to come up with. Uh, we haven't. We planned this kind of last minute. We're trying to come up with. <clears throat> what's what are two movies we can do, um, recording in one day? We just did our episode on the Adam Project, which will probably come out, which we love before this. Um, who knows how many weeks before this? But we're trying to come up with something we've both seen and we can both talk about and. Of course, my mind immediately goes to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise from the 90s. Because um, they're incredible. I mean, they're great films. Yeah, and we do have it on in the background. I'm hoping some things will kind of like light up for me as I'm watching this because it's very nostalgic. I haven't seen these movies in a very long time, but used to watch them at nauseum as a child. Yeah. Like, I loved these movies, so I was excited to... Me too. I loved them, and then, you know, one of my... One of my mom's favorite stories to tell about me when I talk about how much I love Ninja Turtles um, and how much I love them as a kid is the so for my one of my birthdays, whatever year Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the Ooze, whenever that one came out, my like birthday party was. Did you say would you say Secret of the Jews? What did you say? <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Please continue. I was like, I don't think that's what it's called. It's certainly not what it's called. Okay, sorry. And we don't support that kind of talk. No, no, definitely not. I just I was gonna check you on that. Yeah, the the teenage mutant ninja turtles they uncover the uh, the protocols of the elders <laughs> of Zion. Just anti-Semitic pamphlets. That's what that's what that's what the ninjas are are just are uncovering. Uh, that would be an insane plot. I know that would be that would be wild. That'd be like. Uh, it's like a Kevin Sorbo movie. Yeah, dude. Uh, like nowadays. Now I'm just thinking about that. Sorry, we should move on. Um, <laughs> no, that's certainly not what part two is called. But anyway, I had my birthday party seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And my mom tells the story of me like literally standing on the chair in the theater pointing at the screen and laughing so hard like belly laughing you're just getting like torn apart with laughter yeah you're just enjoying it I'm so four, much yeah i'm like four or five i think it came out in 1993 the second one so i'm you know i'm four years old i'm standing on the screen just like howling laughing at how funny this movie is <laughs> that's really funny actually um yeah so 
I that's that's all the that's all the credibility you need from me, folks, as far as uh you know what I'm what I'm bringing to the table, uh, being as being a Ninja Turtles fan. <clears throat> so, oh god, it's so funny. <laughs> it really is so. They're so animated. Well, except the fact is. They're not anime. That's it's, all, I, it's all uh, practical. They're wearing costumes. Yeah, they're wearing very hot costumes. They're they're moving their mouth. They're being funny. It's a it it looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks better. They've made Ninja Turtle stuff since then. I haven't really watched any of it, but I've seen like the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie, which was all CGI. Yeah, looks terrible, and this looks great. These guys are in yeah. these guys are in rubber costumes. They're dancing around to the song Tequila. They're so goofy. After their first successful, you know, fight. And then they're, it's just, it's fan, it's so Skateboards good. Skateboards and pizza, dude. I mean, it's just so fucking cool. Cowabunga. And karate. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. What, it's the coolest shit. Yeah, it's it's awesome. They're so good. I mean, so we'll we'll talk about what's going on in uh, in New York at this time. There's a crime wave. That's how the first movie starts. Okay. There's a there's a there's a crime wave. Uh, trucks are getting robbed. You know, a guy a guy stops to do a delivery. He takes one box of things to the place, leaves his truck open. By the time he gets back, the entire truck is empty. This crime wave is crazy. It's getting out of control. It's like there's ninjas afoot. What the taking fuck? everything out? Um, everything's getting Fucking stolen. Ninjas stole my shit. Warehouses full of contraband being processed by, uh, you know, soldiers in this gang. Uh, the city, the city is a, is an unsafe place to be. A single woman, a reporter, yes, leaves her leaves. She leaves the news station after the ten o'clock news. So it's late at night. She's walking to her car, which is close by. It's in the parking lot. It really is close by. She gets attacked. Women are getting attacked in in. She 19- got tackled. Nineteen straight yeah, up. Yeah. Nineteen nineties New York. This is pre Giuliani, folks. This town yeah. is a fucking nightmare. Um. There's no M and M stores in Times Square yet. All right. Nope. It's it. This is still bad. This is almost Just like ninjas this, tackling this, women. Yeah. This is still like the seventies. Um, and you know, thank God for vigilante teenage ninja turtle mutant justice, because mm-hmm. they're the ones. They're the ones saving us. They save this woman, this reporter. They save April O'Neil from getting uh, uh, you know, from getting assaulted. Or they, pre- you know, they whatever they prevent it. From, they they prevent the assault from getting out of hand. I guess I don't know how you want to think of it, but um, they save her, and they're they're ecstatic about their successful first mission. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> except for except for except for Raphael, who loses one of his instruments, he loses a sigh, yeah, which is a little three pronged fork. fork. Yeah, yeah, it's he loses he loses fork. one of his, and he's upset. Is that the most bitch of the weapons no and okay. i've i've fought this battle okay for years so we are gonna we'll get to in a second we'll get I, have, to, I have questions for you we'll get to we'll get to who's your ninja turtle okay and um but yes and no to your question is the okay. si- is the sai the bitchiest of the four tools There's just a lot of pageantry with it well except you you because he's a teenage cartoon character, uh-huh. he's not allowed to stab somebody through the heart God. with a sharpened th- trident. Yeah. 
a, tri- a pocket trident. Believe me, yeah. If okay. I if I'm walking around with a pair of psi, yeah. if I'm a vigilante on the loose with uh-huh. a pair of psi, there's gonna be six holes in every motherfucker looking at me wrong. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm right through the chest. I'm going He's so on it. Yeah, I'm going off mm-hmm. on people. I'm I'm using those. I'm using those psi exactly how you're supposed to, which is stabby. I'm stabby I'm mode. I'm puncturing tracheas with this shit. Yeah, side right to the side. He's a he's a teenage cartoon character, so he's not allowed. He has to be very defensive or whatever. I'm not even sure what the hell he's using the side for. But um, I mean, the same criticism can be leveled levied against the katana because that's Leonardo's weapon. Yeah. The leader's weapon is the katana. Sure. He's not. This is not Kill Bill. He's not samurai sorting fucking heads off. He's got a pair of them. Even even that's true. Uma Thurman he gets, does have two. Or, Uma Thurman gets one samurai sword and has to practice her whole life. Teenage Leonardo is double twirling two samurai swords. That's um, pretty gnarly. Yeah, but you know, again, it's a it's a kid. It's a movie for kids or for teen. You know, it's a young people's movie. There's no blood. He's not cutting people's heads off like he should be. They, you know, they 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 have to blunt it to make it acceptable for yeah for kids. And then of course the the nunchucks and the and the bow staff, the stick, um, uh, Michelangelo and Donatello, respectively. You know, those are blunt objects. You can just hit people and it's funny. Yep. You know, the, a lot of a lot of taking the big stick and bopping somebody on the head that happens a lot. Yep. Um, and then of course Casey Jones. The, cool uh, as fuck. The fifth member. He he walks around. He's got a baseball. He's you know he's got a baseball bat and like, some cricket bats, and he's just, he's also hitting people blunt force objects. Mm-hmm. So you know, <clears throat> it's a uh, Casey Jones rules. Yeah, he's great. But you know, they can't show the bloodshed. But again, you give me a pair of katana or a pair of psi, the Austin looks different. But it's. <laughs> All right. Austin looks red. This town, ta- yeah, yeah. This town is, yeah. This, I'm I'm changing the landscape of the city, yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, it would be weird to see that. I, for some reason, I was like, why do we have gun shootings when they they could just have psi shootings so dark? Sorry, I said that, but I mean, there's just cooler weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so dark. Well, it's typical American consumerism we're just trying to get you know quick and easy it's just too much consumption yeah you know we're just trying to get as much as possible yeah that's why all of our you know we have mass shooters that are just going ham and killing way too you know killing so many people in these disgusting acts no you know it's not about the it's quantity over quality just like everything in this country yeah and that's what really pisses me off about it yeah, that's definitely the worst. <laughs> that's definitely the worst part about yeah, it. Yeah, that's uh, you know, it's just I yeah, mean, it's just all it's just not good. Yeah, we need some more fair trade shootings. I mean, I just think if we didn't have, I think of a world where we didn't have guns and we all had to do martial arts and choose a, a funny weapon. Would that be a cooler place to be? And would people be talking as much shit? I think not. Uh, yeah, I get. I mean, you know, that's the other thing is you. You ten, you'll you'll definitely see it coming. There's a lot less innocent. You'll see it coming. Yeah, there's a lot less innocent bystanders in a karate tournament. They're like, than oh, is. someone's walking in with a, a sword. Yeah, not good. Right. Yeah, 
yeah, you see a sword on the back. You're like, you immediately know. I, you know, I know you have a sword. This guy's a problem. This guy's, he, he's, yeah, he's being aggressive. And even in Texas, there's nobody going to be like, because if you walk into anywhere with a fucking gun on your hip, in Texas, they're going to be like, that's right. We we spent a, we spent millions of dollars lobbying for open carry, so we could do this. Because I want I want strangers walking around with guns on their thighs like fucking Han Solo. Yeah. Um. I want that in Texas, but wearing tactical boots. Yeah. But everything's tactical. That's that's those are our rights. Yeah. You you have to. We have to fight for our right to have just exposed guns. Yeah. <laughs> exposed. Yeah. Just open exposed open weaponry. carry. We can't even so much to the point where we can't even determine if if somebody with a gun. We can't even. There's no way to even tell if it's a problem until it's too late. That's <laughs> that's the right we're. Fighting that's what for. I'm saying. We gotta yeah. We gotta do weaponry instead. Yeah. We gotta go back. Uh, so, but you know, uh, a sword. Even the most hardline NRA supporter sees a guy walking in with a pair of samurai swords sticking out of his back like an X. Yeah. Even he's going to be like, well, you know, this guy's this guy's a problem. Maybe we don't have those. Yeah. It's like I better keep my gun handy. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot yeah. some. <laughs> yeah, that is another thing. You know, again, this is 1990s New York. If I, you know, they they make the joke, you know, uh Raphael's chasing after Casey Jones and he he does a spinning flip over a uh, the hood of a car love that yeah and then of course it's new york so the cool new york cab driver the passenger is freaking out what was that and mr cool seen it all new york cab drivers like a t- giant turtle in a trench coat you going to LaGuardia or what like yeah. he does uh, it's new york yeah come on it's new york here what are you worried about yeah um so in, in the 90s i'm sure uh, a guy in a the giant six foot turtle would have gotten shot, <clears throat> but who knows? Uh, so that's what we got. We got this crime wave. We got our four turtles trying to stop it because we have our. We got the Foot Clan, our evil, our evil ninja samurais. They are they're behind it, and then our good ninjas, the turtles. They've got to they've got to get to the bottom of it and stop it. Yeah. So we've already talked about our four turtles. We talked about uh, their weapons. Let's get into some personality, and let's get yep. and once we talk about personality, let's figure out which one, which turtle are you? Sure, yeah. Because I've had this answer ready you forever. You're locked and loaded. Oh, my, I've been. I've spent my entire. Go for it. I don't believe in. I don't believe in psychological profiles. I in, <laughs> yeah. You know any of this like oh, I'm such a Hermione. Yeah, I'm like ty- Harry I don't, Potter. I don't believe in type A, type B. I don't believe in I N J T or yeah. TGIF, whatever the fuck. That yeah, sh- astrology. Yeah, all that. Kind of, yeah, I don't believe yeah. in astrology. Fuck that. But I do believe in what turtle are you? What turtle are you? That's the you only. Fuck. That's the only psychological test that I give any credence to. Is which ninja turtle are you? Can, does it extend into? Is it, it has to be a turtle? Or again, is it the cast of Ninja Turtles? Is it Kenny Casey Jones? Is an April involved? Well, is a Raphael involved? <laughs> well, every woman is April O'Neil. Every. <laughs> yeah, you every don't woman. get women. Girl, and their ex boyfriend is Casey Jones. Girls don't get to girls, girls don't get are, to participate <laughs> in this. There, it's a one. It's a one stop shop in this. Uh, for, in, in my psychological evaluation, in your four year old okay, brain, psychology comes from the eighteen hundreds when yeah. we you know. 
Freud, uh, we're we're dismissing. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, dismissing yeah. women. That makes sense. If you're a girl, you're automatically April O'Neil. <laughs> figuring out figuring out what kind of turtle you to be are. Saved. Yeah, figuring out what turtle you are. That's just for the fellas. Yeah, <laughs> it's for the boys. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's all we got left. It's yeah. all we got left. So there's a lot of see right now. Raphael's fighting a, the Foot Clan. Yeah, a lot of a lot of kicks, a lot of hits. He he's did, on his lonesome in a trench coat and a fedora. Yeah, he went he went to get his missing side. Like a psycho. He didn't uh, he didn't stab any of those guys. So a lot of kicking him. But anyway, um, <laughs> so funny, dude. This movie, bro. Yeah, it's so funny. So we have we'll start with Raphael. Go for Ra- it. We have Raphael, the yep. angry one. Yep. Red, red, uh, red eye covering thing, red belt, whatever. Yeah, he's angry. He's not fucking around. He's got he's got temper problems. He's he's the lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Leonardo. Yep, blue. He's the leader. He's the responsible one. Um, he's the one with the weight on his shoulders. We've got Donatello. Oh, yeah, Leonardo has the, Leonardo has the sword. The sword. Leonardo has the most dangerous weapon. This yep. is also a theory that's been posited. Leonardo has the most dangerous weapon because he's the most responsible one. Ah, that's why he gets like the. That. So, that's why he gets a pair of swords. Yeah. Um. Uh. That's why he gets a grenade. <laughs> just imagine just walk around, walk around with one grenade, grenade like, turtle, like Steve the, Carell in the uh, yeah, the, the, the Anchorman. Yeah, the yeah, Anchorman yeah. fight. He's just walking around with a live grenade. What do I do with it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, There's no range fighters, which is to me uh, tactically not all, sound. It, but. Yeah, it's all getting. Yeah, you're right. It's all getting in close. Yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, then there's Donatello, the smart one. Mm-hmm. He's oh, the science. He's the genius group. Yep. He's wearing purple. He's got the staff. The tech guy. He's got the staff. That's the you know it's the 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 oldest weapon, and it's it it's the one you have to be most creative with, um, I guess. And then uh, so he's the he's the he's the 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 smart one. And then there's the funny one, Michelangelo, wearing orange. He's Using the funniest weapon yeah. ever made. Right. That you can do the silliest stuff with what you know, you can twirl it. Nunchucks. Yeah, it's very fidget spinnery. Yeah. Um it's just kind of yeah. you know. You can do a lot of silly stuff with him. <laughs> he's he's the and he's the funny wisecracking one. Yeah. The silly guy. So those are our four turtles. Which which one are you? That's so difficult, man. I feel like how how deep can I get into this? Do whatever you want, man. This is Let's Get Trashed. All right. This is Let's Get Trashed Psychology Corner. All right? I mean, I feel like most of the time... I, I think I'm a mix between a Leo and Mikey, dude. Because I think I have... You see yourself as a leader, but you're also funny and relatable? Yes. Yeah? Is that how you see I yourself? I think I'm all of them at once. Yeah, I think I'm just the perfect turtle. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm... Yeah. I'm a, I'm a I'm a respected I, leader I mean, who's really smart and funny. And <laughs> I you know and such so cock. Which, which turtle has the biggest dick? Uh, that I'm that one too. That's one. Uh, that def- one. I'm definitely that one. I'm the I'm all of them, actually. I think it depends on my mood. But okay, so sorry, I'm taking this too seriously for some reason. This is important, right? Yes. Okay. It's, um, as, it's as important as anything else I do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I think if I have to, leave, it, yeah. This is the most important thing of my day. Yeah, I be, uh, believe me, it's all downhill from here. I think I might go if I had to choose one. Maybe I go Leo. Maybe. Okay. You see yourself as a leader of men. Yeah. You're responsibly wielding. I see myself as an ambitious person. That's okay. why I'm choosing it. That's not because of the leadership thing. I'm like, okay. I feel like pretty ambitious. Like, 
feel like I like to get shit done. Like maybe that's he's the most version of that. You're in stay on task. Yes. Stay on task, stay on target type of dude. Yes. I All think right. I'm that way mostly. I feel like I'm pretty aloof sometimes. Okay. And that's fun too. Aloof is more of a Raphael quality. Really? Okay. He's Raphael's off by himself fighting. That's true. That's he he's the he's the one He's the one brother. Yeah, that is, that's that's so separate. Fucking funny. The other three at the beginning are they're, the other three are hanging out. They're dancing to tequila and enjoying themselves. He's yeah. off by himself sulking. He's aloof. That's I why guess he, I meant goofy. That's why we've seen of the three fight scenes, Raphael's been in all three of them. He's he's you know he's off by himself causing that's problems. True, man. Yeah, aloof. Fuck. Is, There's so much. This is yeah. this is a hard question. I understand. I let me, I want to hear your answer. I'm Raphael. Okay, I've I, got I've got the anger problems. I'm aloof. I, I could tag you as a Raphael immediately. I, I figured you would say that. My I I'm funny, but I'm not funny in an endearing Michelangelo way. <laughs> you're funny because you're angry. I'm funny in a mean Raphael yeah, way. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. My funny my funny doesn't bring people together. Uh-huh. My funny makes me laugh. Yeah. But it's, it's not for you. It's, yeah. This whole everything. It's for me. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm Raphael for sure. Dude, we gotta get a we gotta get like a Ninja Turtle gang together. We should have done the four person, but, but so let's let me yeah. well let's think about let's think about uh, Clarence, Clarence Riley, the fourth. Would what would Clarence? Well, we gotta ask him That's what a, he identifies we'd have to, with. We'd have to ask him if I yeah. had to guess. If I because I you know I've known my buddy Clarence for a long fifteen years. Are we gonna have a Ninja Turtle night where we just go out and doggy and we method act our characters? Oh, you would go out and actually just. Do it. I mean, sure. We, that would we, we be can so go out, funny. We can go out and cause ninja problems around Austin. I, I would love that. I thought you meant like hang out and watch the movies. Well, we could do that we too. Could do that we too. could do that for inspo, and then we go out on the town, yeah. and we we basically method uh, our characters, which we wouldn't have to do too Look, much. Halloween's coming up. It's August. We got a month and a half until we got a month and a half until Halloween. We can put a foursome together, and I got to get some katanas. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like about Leonardo is he's too. I think he's he's too sad boy sometimes, or too like all oh, the way the responsibility. You know, I don't know these. The, what I love about these movies is that it's not, it's not too much. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, Leonardo, he's still. I mean, they're all funny. That's that, true. That's the thing. Um, and they all have a sense of humor, but it, it's just. But even right now, a- April's in there mixing it up, uh, laughing with him, getting along famously. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, you know Leonardo's the one that said we got to leave. We got to we got to get out of here. And Michelangelo's like he worries. He, he's the he's yeah. the responsible one. We could leave it a leave at a uh, at a decent hour. We can't get drunk with you, April. Yeah, we're teenagers. We're teenagers. How are you even asking? You're an adult I woman. I would never say that. Fuck, man. Maybe I do. I think in a social setting, maybe I am more of a Mikey. Yeah, damn. This is a difficult question. It's a difficult one. I'm definitely not I would love a to, Donatello. Definitely fucking not. I would love to be a Michelangelo. Right? I that's if 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 that's I the fun one. If I could remake my personality into something I found more endearing, I would make myself into a Michelangelo. I want to be like I want to be funny and be loved. Yes. And I want, you know, <laughs> um but that's just that's just not me. <laughs> I've got too much. See, right now the camera is spinning around Raphael. He's yeah. shouting into the void. He's, <laughs> he's holding his yeah. weapons up. He's he's 
you know he's so angsty he's he's got anger problems you know what i appreciate about these movies is all the turtles look different they look different and even for their character look at their eyes look at their expression so right now yeah they're um, expressive splinter they're they're uh they're Guardian just they they got home and he was been kidnapped. Yep. So they go back to the safety of uh, April O'Neil's apartment, and they, she opens the door, not expecting to see them so soon. They just left. Yeah. She, they're back and they have you can I mean the puppetry or the the costuming work. What the fuck is going on? You with can the you can see their costumes. their eyes and their and their their in their facial expressions. They look great. They look you can they look distraught. Do you know anything about like the uh, practical? way that these costumes were handled or the actors or yeah the the actors are in these hot ass rubber costumes they're yeah. sweating they're dying in there yeah it's uh very uncomfortable jeez um, that sucks and then one of the Corys is in this you know is in Corey this fieldman yeah either Corey feldman or Corey Haim. i can't remember which one okay i think he's, it, I don't think he's it, a turtle or yeah he's one of the turtles no way uh absolutely uh Let's see. Uh, let's see who who are four. Tr- so, um, well, he might not be in the costume. Yeah, Corey Feldman is Donatello. So it's Corey Feldman. Um, he's playing Donatello. He's the yeah. I, which I don't know if he's in it or, or if he's, he's the voice or if he's of... just the voice. Ah. So I think the cast they actually have like karate guys in the suits. That makes sense. Um, they have like martial artists. You know, uh, for example, David. Foreman, who's a he's a, he plays Leonardo and he plays a gang member, but the voice of Leonardo is Brian Tochi. And is then, that do I, am I do I know who that is? No, you don't know who that okay. is. I don't either. Um, so yeah, they've got actual karate guys, they've got martial artists, um, stunt guys in the costumes, and then the voices are all overdubbed. That makes total sense because someone's obviously controlling the face with something. Yeah, there's all kinds. How of, they, there's all kinds. How of are they controlling on. the? You know, I don't really know. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's not that complicated. It's just, it's not bad, is what I'm saying. It's like it works for the movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because I was a kid when I was seeing it, but well, and even watching it now, it's like, oh, they have expressions, they have different faces. Like, it's kind of cool. I kind of yeah. dig it. They're great. Yeah. And 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 there's and there's a lot of great subplots too. Right now, we're seeing the subplot. So April O'Neil, she's an investigative reporter. Yeah. Back when she's she's the last good journalist after April after April O'Neil. That's when journalism changed. You know. Broadcast news, uh, you know, broadcast news. April April O'Neil is a uh, 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 Holly Hunter in broadcast news. Sure, she's she's the last journalist with integrity. Um, anyway, her her boss kid is smoking a cigar. Yeah. Oh in yeah. This movie. Yeah. There's a teenage there's a twel- teen- twelve year old. I would say. Yeah. Teenagers. They're they're at an arcade and they're smoking cigars. This uh, is fucking awesome. This is where all the this is where all the troubled kids that got uh. uh Brought into the gang. This oh. is where they're hanging out. Um, I mean, I would hang out there, dude. For sure. They're playing music and bass guitars and gambling they've in got arcades. A ru- they've got a roulette wheel. They're doing skateboardings. Yeah. It's, this cigarettes is, and cigars. It's, Pizza. This place rules. From Pinocchio. Yeah. All the all the donkeys smoking cigars. Uh-huh. That's what this is. Yep. That's what that's what this this scene is right now. Um, and we're getting uh, we're getting our little that tour be, of it. Yeah, I would be there. They're smoking cigarettes, the menthol cigarettes, <laughs> pa- literally packs of hunt. The cart. He just threw a carton at this kid, and he was like, "Here's some cigarettes." Cartons of cigarettes. Kids are playing adult card games. Gambling, dude. Gambling. Nine year olds are gambling Pepsi racks money. and racks of Pepsi, dude. Yeah, 
Oh my god! And then the this, oh there we go. There's the, the serious the guy. evil the evil like, main we've henchman. Do some karate now. He's he's yeah, he's keeping an eye on all these kids who are going to be his eventual they soldiers. Just, they actually that was a replay. They already played that scene. That's fine though. Oh the the skateboarding, the skateboarding one? one. Yeah, yeah they reused they reused a couple scenes. Here's the here's the Fight Club. Oh yeah, they have an underground fight club with these children. Yeah, we get to see these they're kids just, learn how to fight. Just railed uh, a case of Pepsi and cigarettes, and they're like, "Let's do some karate." Yeah. So anyway, sorry. The subplot I wanted to get to, but we're, that's that's one of the Go problems with watching the show is that it, it distracts us a little bit. Um, subplot I wanted to get to was April O'Neil's. She's in, she's investigating the crime wave, and she's investigating the the why the police are in are being they're ineptly responding to it. Yep. The police pick up her her boss, her boss's son Danny, is a is a, a groom is being groomed to be a criminal by the Foot Clan. He gets arrested. Police chief calls up the head of the news agency. Like I got your son, I want you. To, I'll, I'll get. I'll let your son out of jail, but you got to fucking lay off me. Yep. So now the father is so the the, the father the boss is telling April O'Neil back off. Don't be a good investigative reporter. You know, back off. Yep. Again, that's a. That's the kind of thing that happened. That's an a that's a more adult scenario than you expect to see in a in a movie like this. Sure, you know, um, real stakes. It's kind of realistic in a sense. You know, I mean, how much of our I mean, all of our news is compromised now, but how much of our how much of our news is is compromised by uh, relationships to people in power? Sure, it's why it's why our news people. It you know it's why in when it's why when there's a Democrat in the office MSNBC never asks them any hard questions they only softball them, and then when there's a Republican in the office, uh, Fox is only softballing questions. Yeah, of course, you just can't you know you can't trust any of it because nobody's got any like journalistic integrity. They're all they're all trying to preserve their relationship within with, you know in power. They're trying to do something for themselves, and that's exactly what's happening in this movie with the the head of the news agency being like April. Lay off, all right. My son and my son's gonna go to jail if you keep asking yeah journal journalism questions <laughs> like you're supposed to. Don't be a journalist. Yeah. If you yeah. keep doing your job, my son <laughs> ruin me. My son the criminal is <laughs> yeah. gonna go to juvenile hall or juvenile delinquency yeah. or whatever. Uh juvie jail. He my son's gonna face the consequences he deserves if you do your job correctly. <laughs> so you gotta stop. Don't do your job. Yeah, so it's just again, that's a more apropos uh theme sure certainly to you know certainly to the times but also i don't know i don't watch a ton of kids stuff but i they're usually not smoking cigarettes they're not doing this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah but that's the other thing is yeah. cigarettes cigarettes are gone in oh movies. in movies oh, yeah, yeah dude it's you can't like find imagine this yeah imagine chill a, a child Throwing a carton of cigarettes to another child it would never happen. Yeah, in I mean the opening shot of that was a kid smoking a full-on cigar. Yeah, like an enormous. Yeah, an enormous a stogie. Yeah, full like cigar. He, like yeah, he, yeah. like he's fucking James Cagney. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like or half Edward gone. G. Robinson. Yeah, he, it wasn't like just lit. He was like, this shit rules. Yeah, he loves it. So it's you know, um, it's a it presents a darker. It's a darker movie than it would seem on the surface. Yeah. You would you think it's a movie, you know, the world that these four teenage funny turtles live in mm-hmm. is not cool. Yeah. There are like bright light. Everything else is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just it's just a darker tone. It's a more 
kind of adult tone than I, I at least the surrounding than I think we get from a lot Definitely, of yeah. uh, media now, nowadays. Not at all. Obviously, there's like stakes. Yeah. Not a lot of media. Obviously, there's movies where, you know, shit is dark. But uh, I just mean the kind of movie, I guess. I Is this aimed towards kids? I don't even. You know, what is this even rated? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, um, I mean, ratings were like, I feel like a little bit more arbitrary than. It's PG. P, so that's what I mean. Yeah. This would not be PG now. Yeah. No. Kids. Yeah, the scale has changed. Yeah. For sure. Ki- uh, a kid holding a cigarette is R. <laughs> nowadays you kidding me absolutely a child smoking a cigar that's immediately yeah hard no R. that's an r bro yeah because yeah, yeah yeah tits in the f word is pg-13 yeah but uh you know a, a cigarette cartons yeah a, yeah a kid disobeying his mom and smoking a cigarette that's like hard r hard r dude yeah they would nc-17 at this if they could nowadays like, yeah they just you they know. got lucky um. So yeah, and then we just see this thing of like delinquency and and boys and, and and all these all these young people getting swept into this like life of crime. Again, we don't see. It's not like uh the kids or whatever. We don't see like sex, which yes, would be sure. happening in this warehouse, this hedonistic warehouse full of video games and skateboards and and uh, cigarettes and alcohol, Bass guitars. There, yeah, there would be teenagers like having sex in real life yeah and you know being unsafe in plenty of different ways but obviously they don't show that but it's still it's still a bad environment for these kids to be in um which i mean and also the fight club yeah which brings me to another uh, another criticism or not uh, uh, another reference but so the third christopher nolan batman movie the dark knight rises yes with bane tom hardy is bane um, Mary Mar- Marion or Marina Cot- Cotillard Cotillard um as a uh, as Talia Al Ghul sure yeah so and uh um <clears throat> what's his name uh Five Hundred Days of Summer what's uh what's what's who's the who's who plays who plays the the young police officer in Joseph Gordon Levitt Joseph Gordon Levitt thank yes, you yes absolutely so in that movie and this has always been I have I have a lot of complaints about The Dark Knight Rises as far as plot wise and stuff that doesn't make sense um but one thing they try to make happen in that movie is so joseph gordon levitt is a former orphan he goes back to his orphanage because he's trying to get word on the street he knows these orphans are are sometimes involved in some bad stuff he's trying to figure out sure he's trying to figure out where where are these guys where are these kids going where's this kind of crime coming from? where these orphans at yeah so he's talking to some of the younger orphans he's like where's your older brother where are all the older kids he's like they left the orphanage they went down into the sewers because they they found work down there. And what? Then, and then, <laughs> well, then later yeah. on, as we watch the movie, mm-hmm. as we watch Dark Knight Rises, uh, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, whenever it was, um, <clears throat> two thousand twelve, I think, we see the work that they find, quote unquote, is uh, they're down there uh, being part of Bane's gang, but they're part of his cult, and Bane is like, Bane is making them like kill themselves you know you have to accept sacrifice and part of the thing and it doesn't really make any sense because i don't see any i don't see anything to to justify or to like explain why these kids are drawn to this life yes um they just join you know if bane was like paying them or if there was any like material offering that would make sense but for some reason they're going into the sewers 
looking for what the kid says is work. It, we're told that they're looking for work, but then they, but then when we see them actually down there, they've all joined this, uh, this vengeance cult against the hedonism of Gotham City. So work to cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make that doesn't make sense. I don't see that. If I'm if I'm an orphan and I was like, oh shit, I can make some money down in the sewers. Then I get down there and the head of the gang is like. You have to you have to worship me and follow my dogma. Actually, it's a cult. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh no, this is not. You're I'm not paying a, me. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about your thoughts. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to join your terrorist organization. I don't. Yeah. What share if your I beliefs. have an interesting voice? Yeah. yeah. Does that change your mind? <laughs> yeah. What? If, yeah. What if, what if I sound like Sean Connery? Yeah. Uh, but muffled. Muffled Sean Connery. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. Uh. It just that point doesn't make any sense there's actually nothing that the movie doesn't give us anything to like this does a much better job i instantly see why troubled youth are drawn to this organization sure because it's sick as fuck yeah because it fucking rules (laughs) i'm not even a troubled youth i'm a troubled almost middle-aged man i would hang out there like where is that yeah they're playing fucking time crisis and roulette i'm like yeah fuck yeah dude i rock i would i would get rid of I would uh, throw away every responsibility I currently uh-huh. have as an adult man to go do this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That look that looks awesome, dude. I've never, you know, I've never put two feet on a skateboard in my life, but I can't wait to go down that ramp. <laughs> put me on the elevated ramp that's stories above where the arcade games are to yeah, fall on. If someone. I fall off this ramp, I'm You're hitting fucked. I'm hitting a child with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> two kids died today again. Yeah, I'm 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 getting cigar burn on my back because I fell off a I fell off a skateboard catwalk. <laughs> yes. Onto a onto a kid's head. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's again, just the way we operate here. This movie, like I said, this movie does a better job of like that. Ex- yeah, yeah. And then we're seeing these kids fight and now this kid has to fight the 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 main leader. He gets fucking kicked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know why he would they're teaching him to it's not be so on they're teaching him to not be honorable fighters yeah oh his name is master Tatsu I didn't even knew that that's Tatsu's the ramen Tatsu ya here yeah. in Austin one of them's name is Tatsu and the other no guy's shit. name is some is is Jinya or whatever okay um and they combine it to Tatsu ya oh that's but so, so sick. Anyway, this guy's name the the bad guy's name is master Tatsu shout out ramen Tatsuya. um Oh, and here comes fucking Shredder. Yeah, Shredder rules, dude. We get this is our first. I love Shredder. This is our first view of the bad guy as a villain. Um, we've seen him in shadows a little bit before, but now we get to see him. Cool cape, very cool cape. Yeah, a little shiny. It is kind of glittery. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little shiny. It looks kind of like plastic baggy. Almost, it looks like a pla- like, like a black <laughs> like a plastic. Trash it looks bag. like a black plastic trash bag. It's kind of got zebra mode. Oh, on I've it. never noticed that. It is kind of zebra y. Yeah, I think so that's what's give it gives him a shine. Because he's kind of a metal guy, you know. He's got this yeah. metal shit going down. He's got the metal Darth Vader helmet. It really is kind of Darth Vader. But were the comics before Star Wars? The comics? No, probably not. Star yeah. Wars is 77. It is kind of Darth Vader-esque. I like the sword on top of the helmet. Yeah, the sharp thing. That's pretty cool. Kind of got a Mortal Kombat face mask, ninja face mask oh. thing going. Yeah, very. that's right. Very uh, Scorpion and yeah. uh, metal Sub-Zero. Scorp- basically Metal Scorpion. Yeah, he's got a Sub-Zero thing, and now they're 
taking the cape over his shoulders to Very expose, carefully. expose more sharpness. <laughs> and then there's more sharp. Metals. And you know what? Here's what the great thing about this scene: Master Tatsu, Master Tatsu, the guy that we've seen as the as he's he's been the our lieutenant. yeah he's yeah. been our lieutenant. He's been our visual representation of this organization up until now. Yep. As soon as the main bad guy shows up with his fucking helmet and all kinds of stuff, we see Tatsu be the one who has to delicately move his uh move his cape over his shoulders. Yeah. That which immediately just establishes it's just a, it's a small filmmaking thing, a small storytelling thing. It yeah, immediately that's true. it immediately establishes Tatsu as a subordinate as a, to as subordinate yeah. to. So we the thought actual we, guy. we thought he was the main guy until right now. Very cool. And now we immediately know this is the main. I like guy. that. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's it's, it's a little. It's a little. It gives detail. depth to the organization, kind of. Yeah. It just it the that old storytelling adage of show don't tell. Mm-hmm. He's not going up to him again. A Marvel movie would be like, "Hey, boss, who's in charge of me? What 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 do you? Need You're to, the leader. What do you need me to do, Chief? <laughs> yeah, Mister Chief in charge guy. Um, <laughs> and he'd be and it'd be and it would be like, I need you to shut up. Whatever, whatever you, whatever you say, Buccarino. Let's be witty. Yeah, it would become like that, and instead, it's just um, he just demurely does his duty of like adjusting the boss's costume, and, and it's just a sto- it's a two second storytelling thing that immediately lets us know oh, the yeah. fucking hierarchy. Incredible. Um, so that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that I don't see in in kids movies anymore. Oh, he's a little ruffians, dude. Yeah, or PG stuff. So we're back. Uh, <laughs> you know. Anyway, oh, we're. Uh, I would imagine because the Ninja Turtles are kind of short in this film. I mean, yeah, like scale wise to like April, even like yeah, they're 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 all small. I was I was wondering like when I was asking about the costumes, I was like, are any of these like children or like smaller no, people well, or um uh, yes they're all so the the people inside the costumes are all yeah um, they're all stunt people they're all or they're cor- st- yeah. martial art stunt i think they're all and you know don't take this the wrong way i think they're all asian men proficient in martial arts sure. which is why we chose them for this for these roles gotcha i and i, I think they fit the shorter statue of the cost shorter stature of the uh, costume yeah um and again, they probably casted for that. You, sure. you can certainly find a you can certainly find a tall uh, uh, kung fu artist who's a, who's a who's a master and able. But I think they might have uh, disqualified those candidates from. Yeah, they're from, like, here's yeah. the height that we need. Yeah. We need a stunt yeah. double that can use nunchucks. It's casting. Yeah, it's casting. It's casting. We need somebody this tie. Yeah, this tall who can perform these actions and survive in this hot ass costume we're going to give you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um. So anyway, let's talk about. We're, we're not at this scene. We're not going to walk walk through the whole movie. But <laughs> um, let's talk about a couple things. My favorite part of this movie, something that I, I really love, is is the after the after the big fight. There's a big fight coming up, and then and uh, wherein um, Casey Jones joins them. He sees them fighting. He joins and helps out. Um. Because even though him and Raphael fought earlier, they have they feel like they, he kind of has a bond with this guy now. Sure. And then, uh, so they get into a big fight. 
uh, there's a big fire. You know, they get ambushed by the bad guys. They all retreat. Raphael's injured. They all retreat to the the house. So Casey Jones has an abandoned house out in in, the, in New Hampshire. Where sure. They retreat there for a few weeks. Raphael has to uh, has to heal. While he's healing, his brothers are especially his brother Leonardo, who's him and the, they have the most uh, conflict. But Leonardo's the one that's most hurt by his brother being injured. They there's this little there's this down interlude that takes place in the country, and uh, there's all this emotion behind it, and then there's all this um, Raphael being Raphael. Yeah, I mean, there's all this emotion in uh, this interlude in the in the country. Um, and then there's all this, uh, uh, it's just a very, it's just a, what am I trying to fucking say? Sorry. Having it on is like charge distracting. No, not even try. It's just, it's just this, uh, it's a very tranquil down part of the movie. Yeah. But it sets us up for them. They, they do some training. They kind of get their wheels back underneath them and then they go back into the city to, to finish the fight and save their save save shredder or save uh splinter April, their guardian splinter yeah because he's kidnapped yeah so yeah so it's um splinter is wet as fuck i love i love that i love that forest interlude of this mm-hmm. movie it's one of my favorite parts of this whole series. i don't remember it to off of memory but it's great yeah well when you rewatch it you'll, you'll, I, you'll I, see yeah it. i need to rewatch I, I love that part more than anything um and then of course you know they they beat the bad guy we find out you know all kinds of stuff and then the bad guy gets thrown into a uh, trash compactor at the end which is sick that was one of the first I remember that scene vividly when he at the end where he they trash compactor him but then his hand like comes up well so he gets taken he gets taken to the you know? to the dump mm-hmm. he gets taken to a landfill and that's the last thing you see is the the hand coming out of the trash like, uh, that might have been the first time in a movie where I had seen something like that there was like there's more yeah that's a hell of a cliffhanger that moment of like what? Hell of a cliffhanger no. that lets us know about, uh, lets us know that there's a sequel coming. Yeah, and then so let's talk about the sequel a little bit, because this movie does a brief uh, recap of like how did they get like this, but the sequel is where we get to the secret of the ooze. That's yeah. where we figure out where this ooze came from. How did it make us like this? And then we get some identity questions because once they start figuring it out and They're stuff like, like that, where did we come from? What are yeah, we? well, yeah. and and then you know, Donatello, the smart one, he starts to get down because they find out he's like, is that all I am? I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just a collection of chemicals, of that, science ooze. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm chemicals that got onto a regular turtle and now I'm this. Like I'm not, I don't, I didn't have any agency in my own creation or, yeah, up, or sure. upbringing. You know, uh, how how is it that I became like this? So we tackle some like, identity questions like that. Like, who, you know, what are we? Uh, again, it doesn't go too deep. Um, it's certainly not, you know, the fly. <laughs> or uh, there's or some. It's not, it's uh, yeah, not, there's some it's not, there. Yeah, it's not Kafka's Metamorphosis. <laughs> but it is, a, you know, it's a it's a theme that I don't see in movies geared towards this age group. Yeah nowadays oh definitely not of yeah of you know kind of like what am i other than you know more shallow again like pixar and you know there's more shallow representations of it and it's always kind of a happy ending whereas i think in the second movie when he struggles with these questions the 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 point they get to is like hey it is what it is yep 
there's not a happy ending unless you make it. You just have to you make the best of what you are. Yes. This is how you got here and maybe it's not your i maybe it's not your ideal like version of yourself but it is what it is and now you make, you know, yeah, it which absolutely. is which is an adult way of handling your problems or at least uh confronting them. Yeah. Cuz there's not going to be there's not going to be a fairy tale um beginning or end to any of our stories. So that's kind of what I like about, you know, even the second one. And then the second one has one of my favorite funniest jokes in all of in all of uh cinema really. Like it's one of my favorite j- jokes ever. And it's very vaudevillian and kind of cheesy, but um <clears throat> so in the second one, Raphael who once again was off on his own, yeah, doing awesome angry shit, he gets kidnapped. So now his three brothers, he gets kidnapped and he's uh being held hostage in the in the the junkyard. Yeah, yeah. And his three brothers have to uh save him. So they're walking around they go up the the first thing the first it, again comedy rule of threes uh-huh. the first thing they encounter a pair of guards and then they do a little do a little fake out tap the thing make them look behind them take out both of them instantly yeah drag them away one of them you know um, Donatello goes uh, that was easy and Leonardo goes a little too easy <laughs> and then they're walking around they're walking around the first corner there's nobody around you know Leonardo goes it's quiet Donatello goes. A little too quiet. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the last time they walk around the next corner mm-hmm. and then uh, they see Raphael up against a, you know, tied to a stake, tied yeah. up in the middle of a, of a courtyard. And uh, Leonardo goes, look, it's Raph. And Michelangelo goes, a little too Raph. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's just, They're just goofy. It's one of my favorite yeah. jokes ever a in any, in any movie uh, it's so funny. <laughs> a great blend of like dialogue between all all of them too. Well, it just, it just fun, yeah. the funny brother like yeah, not brings take, it home. like not taking it as seriously and just yeah. playing off what they've been doing. <laughs> playing playing against that cliche of like a little too quiet, which is a yeah. which is a cliche line that's been in a million movies or or books or stories or whatever. So I just love that joke from the second one. Um and then of course the second one the has the famous uh vanilla ice appearance for some reason this junkyard is next door to this again mid 90s it's next door vanilla ice's house well no it's <laughs> next it's next door to a, a like a rave like it, it's a warehouse party yeah uh, which you know used to happen until that big warehouse party burned down in San Francisco a few years oh, ago. Oh, jeez. You remember that? No, I don't. That was a big news story. There was, oh, uh, But anyway, yeah, it's like a warehouse, wa- warehouse rave party. Okay. That for some reason in 1993, Vanilla Ice is the headlining act. Tight. So, And it's right next to a junkyard. So they're fighting the bad guys in the junkyard, which are more genetically mutated uh, uh, yeah. animals. And these are not like talking. These are like crazy guys. Maybe I haven't. I almost like... Don't remember a lot of this. I wonder if I ever saw the second one. Because are Bebop and Rocksteady in... Did they come in? No, Bebop and Rocksteady are not in any of the films. That's kind of weird, right? Well, in the film, in the second one, we get a... A mutated creature thing. I'm trying to remember. Simulacrum of them. We get... uh, We get Tokar and Razor. So there's a snapping turtle, 
Oh, I do remember that. Uh, he, yeah, he's a, I remember he's a that. seven foot snapping turtle. Yes. And then the other one is like a wolf or something uh-huh. that becomes a seven foot wolf standing on its hind legs and punching. Mm. Those are the two those are the two like mutant bad guys that, that the Foot Clan creates yes. to combat our Ninja Turtle heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're they've been given so much ooze and a snapping turtle is more aggressive than a sure than a cute turtle. So that's why we have that's why, that's why that's why Tokar is or Razor, whichever one he is, that's why he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like a it's a snapping turtle and a wolverine or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But anyway, so those are like the bad guys. Okay. I or those are the those that. are the mindless mutant bad guy henchmen that we see. Um but yeah, so they they break through the junkyard wall and they're in the middle of a vanilla ice concert. <laughs> Oh, don't they do some like dancing and shit? Go turtle, go yeah, turtle, go, tur- go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And then the bad guy, Shredder, who's back from the dead, he gets uh, uh he gets covered in ooze and he becomes like a twenty foot. That's shredder. right. And yeah. He's ter- he this the this warehouse party is also it's a warehouse by the docks, so they knock Shredder off a pier, and they think he's done. And then his fist comes through the pier, and he's Again? like, he's like, yeah. you know, knocking all the boards off and destroying this destroying this you know harbor with his slicey arm yeah he's destroying new york harbor yeah (laughs) while people are just dancing yeah exactly Uh, so it's just a whole i mean but that that movie is like the funniest one that one's funnier than the first one yeah it's more jokey uh but it uh the first one's better but the the second one i really like you said your favorite one's the third one I think I just like the themed of it, of the Tokyo kind of situation. Well, it's not necessarily. Really fun. Well, I don't know. I've, I haven't seen it in forever, so I don't remember yeah. it being Tokyo. I, but it's time travel. That's the thing is they time not Tokyo, but like Japan. Yeah, it's Japan. They yeah. time travel back to to samurai fiefdom Japan. Yeah, I don't know how they. I don't remember. I don't remember how they time traveled. Um, they probably took fucking. Uh, they probably took, took Ryan, time Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yeah, Reynolds time, time jet. jet. Um, no, I don't know how they time travel back to. I don't either, dude. Japanese, it's been so long. Japanese fiefdoms or whatever from. So I, I'll rewatch that. All three of these are on HBO Max. I am going to rewatch all three. Yeah, of them. that would be nice because I love. I mean, I I love the first two. I remember not liking the third one, but I'll watch it again just to finish out the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I so. I just I do love these movies. I love the. Uh, in the second one, another funny joke. They they're looking for a new home base. Their their sewer home is like compromised, you know. So they're looking for something new. And uh, one of them, I think Michelangelo, finds an old abandoned subway station, but it's like beautiful. It's got huge chandeliers and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's this abandoned subway station that's like incredibly nice. And Donatello goes. You know, when they finally are all looking at it together, Don Taylor goes, man, this is like what a subway in Connecticut would look like. <laughs> yeah. New York. Yeah. So it, you know, and of course, they love pizza. They love, they skateboard. They skateboard. They love pizza. They do karate. Come on. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. Uh, what are some of the other surfer for Gnarly. Yeah, they say radical. Too radical. Yeah. And then Donatello and the first goes, Frere Jaca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tubular. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. These are the funny, great, like, action comedies. Um, again, some of my favorite... Some of my favorite, like, memories from a kid is watching this movie a bunch. 
it's pretty incredible that this movie even got made. Like when you think about when it got made, I mean, f- f- to be like originally just like a comic book, right? Like, I don't know like the full history of it, but I mean, there wasn't really, was there a cartoon maybe? There was. In so, the eighties, right? I don't even know if it was the eighties. It might've been nineties also. Really? Cause I, this, I don't cause know. The first movie is 1990. Yeah. So like if this started the lore, like those are pretty like Well there was so there was comic strips before it. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. I don't know when like the cartoon show started. I think the cartoon maybe came after. Because that gave us um that that gave us the evil monster Krang, which was a a brain. A brain with like hand tentacles. Is that from uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Oh wow. He lived in the stomach. He had like a oh, he wow. had like a, a man and he lived in like a he, there was like a shelf in the stomach. Yeah. And and Krang would pilot this like uh weird bald Oh, Krang is so weird. Yeah, he's like a he's like a brain that lives in it's like this dude has like a microwave in the middle of his stomach kind of like yeah. kind of like a microwave would be built into your shelves at home. And that's where Krang lives in this dude's abs. Oh, that's insane. And dude. he controls him. He's like Bro. the He's like the he's like the brain ratatouille. He's just controlling this guy <laughs> but, from the from the belly. But instead of being on his head For, under the yeah, head, why wouldn't he be on his head? Why wouldn't he be in the brain? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just you have the tech. We clearly know what we're doing with brains. We might as well make yeah, just do a put brain it tra- in there, be a brain transplant, and put it inside a head. Make it a bigger head. But they just put him in the stomach and control a dude who also has a brain. Yeah. Um, Let me link up to your brain. Well, I'm just gonna control you. I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna put a joystick where your dick is and control <laughs> with my tentacle brain. My tent. Yeah, I've got a. I've got a tent. One of my, my. You know, one of my brain stems is actually a tentacle that I can control you. So that was a weird cartoon. Obviously, that brought us bebop and yep. rocksteady, um, two music genres: bebop, a type of jazz; rocksteady, a type of reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember which one was which. One of them was a warthog, and the other one was a. Uh, uh, the other one was, I don't remember. Was it a rhino? Was it a? Ri- oh, it was a rhino. Was it a yeah, rhino yeah, and a yeah, warthog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. One uh-huh. of them was bebop. So that cartoon was a fun. Cartoon. And they look cool. I don't really remember anything about that cartoon. I don't either. I do yeah. remember the the Nintendo video game. I mean, I know the arcade game very well. It was hard. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo, the game for the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, that was that game was difficult, like too difficult. Yeah, I mean for me, I I could never get past like level two. I Damn. just kept getting fucking killed. Yeah, that that was the suckiest thing about being a kid, like playing video games. And you're like, what the fuck? This is hard. Ew, like if yeah. you're too young to like understand it, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. And then also stuff like that's why I never got into Zelda until much later. Mm-hmm. The Legend of Zelda was hard, and also there was a way to save it, but I didn't know about it. And also, I don't think it worked on ours. So I was like, you every just time, restart it. Yeah, every time I played it, I was playing it from the beginning. Fuck. <laughs> and just That's wandering around, didn't know where to go. Yeah, there was no internet. Was that the two D Zelda? Oh yeah. Oh, with God, dude, that one was the original. Yeah. Yeah, I played that too. Legend of Zelda, and then the Legend. The, I never fucking understood that game. Legend of Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. Dude, that yeah, was more that of a shit side was scroller. Absolutely insane. Yeah, it was so yeah. tough. Um, and again, there was no internet at the time. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know way to look it up. The only way you could know anything about video games is if you had a Nintendo Power yeah. subscription. Oh, yeah. Which is what I did for many years. Or, or a book. Shout out mom and dad for like hooking me up with Nintendo Power. about 
the game. Yeah, you like have you to could buy get the, it at GameStop or something like that. Yeah, you have to buy or at Babbage's, which was yeah. in my hometown. You have to buy the uh, the player's guide to fucking play the game to learn what to do. Yeah, you just what don't. F- you know, I never figured out Zelda, dude. Ever as a kid, I did play the shit out of some Donkey Kong Country Three, though. I fucking ruled at that game. <coughs> yeah, I used to. I used to wreck Star Fox. Hell yeah! But that was I again. Mean, you're on a track. You're just shooting a bunch of bad guys so you get to the end. There's mm-hmm. no like figuring it out. There's no in like a where, castle, where do I go from like, here? Yeah, hidden shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely insane. But it was a different time. The '90s, better movies. Definitely. It's look the '90s. It's the peak of human existence. That's why the Matrix was built. Baby. That's you know the Mummy. When when the machines built the Matrix, they they set the time as 1999 because it's like. It's the best. It's the best these humans will ever get. Yeah. So we might as well let them live in their utopia. Oh, they already made the mummy. It's over. Yeah. It's not. It's not getting better than this. Yeah. The time period between the mummy and the mummy two. After the mummy. Dog shit. Yeah. After the mummy. Before nine eleven. Best time in human history. Yeah. <laughs> Very specifically. Yeah. It's a. It's mummy. a. It's like an eighteen month window, folks. Yeah, that's true, man. God, we were living it up then. I know. It doesn't get better. <laughs> It's been all downhill. It's been all downhill since The Mummy 2 or 9-11, whichever one you want yeah. to think about. I liked The Mummy 2, so I would say downhill post-Mummy 2, yes, I agree with so, that. So you're, you, what you're saying is like Scorpion King, 9-11, those are like the same. Yeah, same event. Those are the same level of... And that's when, it could, because then, if you think about it, then The Rock just starts getting way too many movies at Scorpion I, King. I know we've talked... I mean, I know it's algorithmic, you know, essentially, but like, guys in too many movies... I don't know. He, I know we've talked about uh, last episode we all did together, um, which was the Nope episode. You mean Clarence? Yeah. Did. Um, although maybe it was the 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 trailer trashed that Clarence and I did later that evening. But um, oh, it must have been because I was talking about guys who who at one point or another we think are going to be like this guy's going to be the next star in Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes. And <clears throat> so obviously I've I've brought up. You know, um, to me, obvious examples of guys that didn't reach their potential: um, John Hamm, Brian Cranston, Idris Elba. Yep. Um, they just never. They never became. They never became Tom Cruise. They never became like sure. leg- legitimate movie star status. They never. They didn't have the good movies. They didn't do the great performances um, after they left TV or whatever. In my mind, and I know this is not backed up by the numbers, this is not backed up by like the finances, but in my mind, The Rock is the same kind of thing, which I yeah. never like. I wasn't a rest. I never watched wrestling as a kid. I didn't like it, um, but I w- was excited because I, when The Rock was making his transition to movies, yeah. from wrestling, and I was excited for The Rock to be like the next action star. Sure, because it was after we were already past. Stallone and we're past Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. So this sure. is like mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So we I was like, I want an action star. I want a Arnold Schwarzenegger type action star. Mm-hmm. Just uh a dude who fucking gets it done and uh, he, you know, shoots guns and has muscles and just looks like an action star. And I don't know why I've never seen a movie with The Rock that I thought was like good. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I don't like anything he's done. I don't think he's just. I don't know. 
and maybe it's maybe it's impossible to recapture that magic of of Arnold. Yeah, that could be it. Um, also, I think there's some things happening in the '80s too, which is kind of cool. There's a lot of like uh, new things in cinema that are happening because technology is developing, and like you're seeing like different types of sets and like sort of making household names a thing. Like it's just a different time. It's a special like time, I think, for movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like. They're like, oh, fuck, we can do lasers now, you know, in a movie. We can do, yeah. I don't know, like, you know, like, we can do fucking, I don't know. Just, I, I imagine, like, sets were getting bigger. Like, budgets were getting bigger. Like, everything was just kind of growing and, like, maybe just, it was a really good timing for that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Or now it's like, we have all the tools. We ha- We can get the hot person. We can get, we can put a dragon in the movie. We can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah, that's like, do we have too many tools now? I don't know. That's one thing I, I mean, that's, again, that's another thing I don't like about a lot of our presumptive action stars, yeah. which actually, I mean, I, again, uh, Stallone clearly agrees with me. He That's why he made those Expendables movies. Yeah. Because he was tired of he was tired of guys like Ryan Reynolds being action stars. Really? He's tired of guys, um, you know, he's tired of Mark Wahlberg's being action stars. He's tired of, I mean, actually, Mark Wahlberg's actually not a good example of that because Mark Wahlberg's great. Yeah. But he's tired of, like, you know, he doesn't want Brad Pitt being an action star. Sure. What's his name? Uh, Born Identity. J- yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, why is, sure. Why is Matt Damon a super spy action star? Matt Damon's a you know he's a great actor. A guy. He's a great actor and a great writer, but he's not. He shouldn't be starring in action films. Stallone is like, we need dudes with muscles, so I'm going to get all thirty of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets four point six hundred dollars, <laughs> and it's going to be me, Terry Crews. I'm going to get Schwarzenegger in it for two seconds. Yeah, I'm going to get you know. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, yeah, dude. Van Dam. Uh, I'm going to get Van Dam's all- in it. I'm gonna get all Damn, the wash ups uh, shit. And this is what an action movie's supposed to be. And they're not that and they're not that good. The first one was okay. Um, it looks a little cheap, but like it it again, it's there's too much like I said, we were we were possibly talking about we might do an episode on the the new Netflix release, The Gray Man. Yep. Ryan Gosling as the action star. Chris Evans. Ugh. Yeah. Just you know the fact that uh, you know, now some of it's just, so much of it is superheroes, and because they have superpowers, they don't have to have muscles. Sure, or at least they don't have to have fucking muscles. You you don't have to respect their muscles like Arnold. <laughs> yeah, Arnold and Stallone. I just watched like you know I just rewatched like the the first three Rambo's. Yeah, um, and then like it's just Stallone. Rambo three kind of sucks, but Stallone is just a he. He's just he doesn't talk too much. He just lets his muscles do the talking. Yeah. And it's just, that's what action, that's what used to be like required for action star. And for some, somehow Stallone has more charisma mm-hmm. as an action star in the 80s in Rambo than charming, funny Ryan Reynolds has in anything he's ever done. Yeah. Uh, Stallone says eight words in fucking <laughs> Rambo 1 or Ram, you know, First Blood or First Blood 2. You know, Stallone has fucking twelve total sentences, and he's he's, he's that's more, one of the words. Yeah, <laughs> he's more charismatic than like, you know, yeah, the energy uh, than, of it all. Yeah, than, than people's sexiest man alive, 
you know, the funny, you know, with a million quotes around that word, Ryan Reynolds. So it's just, you know, um, I don't know how we get back to that of making better action movies. Or, again, even shit like Ninja Turtles, how do we get back to... I don't know. Yeah, just, we're, I mean, right now we're in a quantity game because every streaming service is like, right? It's like a, we just need to pump out material like yeah. as much as possible and we need to be doing it as frequently as other people are doing, if not more. So you get movies like fucking Adam Project, you know? Yeah, so, okay. but even the new Ninja Turtles, like Michael Bay Ninja yeah. Turtles, which I didn't watch, but I saw little bits and pieces of it. And again... After a few minutes, the Ninja Turtles, you know, it, it's so tech heavy. Yeah. They're fighting, they're fighting robots. They're fighting like Transformers or some shit. Yeah. You know, they, after, they have like one fight at the beginning where they get to use their karate weapons. And then by the end, they're like, one of them has a drone. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, they're, they're not interested in, it's weird to call it, it's weird to say I want them to keep these films grounded. Because it's yeah. a it's a talking teenage turtle who has a sword and loves pizza. I understand that that's not grounded in reality. Yeah, there's a lot but to we go need off of something. there. Yeah, well, just mean like you, there's so much you can do. Like they do it really well in these older movies. You know, just using the simple uh, like tropes of the character. Where it's like a Michael Bay film is just like visually just like ah stimulating, you yeah, know, similar it, like Transformers. It just, it's just like shit changing into other shit that doesn't exist, and you're just like ah. Yeah, it's just you know? vomiting like colors onto the screen, and and you can't follow any of the transitions because it moves so fast. But it's not really about that. It's just mm-hmm. about like it, you know. So it looks terrible. Um, but that's why that's another reason why I love these old movies again. Puppets and people in costumes. Hell yeah. The giant talking rat, Splinter, he's great. And he's sage and he's like nice and he, and he, you know, he doesn't, when, so right now Splinter is chained up against the fence and the bad guy Shredder is, you know, threatening him and figuring out what's going on. Splinter doesn't get out of this by breaking open the chain or whatever yeah he gets out of it by a superpower yeah, yeah he gets sure. he gets out of it by there's a, uh the young boy comes by one of the kids who's like uh, uh the the boss's son the danny youths. danny the 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 boss's son the kid that got arrested earlier yeah. with, with the whole uh police chief subplot of like get the news off my back or your kid goes to jail that kid his redemption is he's he feels bad for this rat that's chained up and he goes and like talks to him and then um the rat like just listens to him and kind of gives him a gives him a an ear and and talks and talks to him and and kind of explains to him that like you know I know you disagree with your father at this point but you you he is looking out for your best interest and and do you yeah. think do you think these people that you've aligned yourself do you think they're looking out for your best interest um and he gives this really good life lesson and he and the the boy of his own accord releases Splinter because nice. he he has that he redeems himself. He's like, you're right. I don't think these people that that are these hedonists that are committing crimes and stealing and just only looking out for themselves. I don't think they care about me. And uh, so I want to do something good. And I, I want to really. It, it's a it's 
again, it's it, got a human quality to it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, tough. Probably to, that might be it. It's tough to call it a real moment since he's talking to a giant rat <laughs> in a in a in a karate outfit. But it makes it relatable. It's it the or understandable. If you, if, if you close your yeah. eye, if you close your eyes and listen to it, sure. It's like, that's it's, it's a more human. It's the exact you know again. It's the kind of guidance. That's what that's what is missing in these kids' lives. That's why they're seeking out these. Um, that's why they're seeking out these criminal organizations. That's why they're seeking out these. Uh, um, these easy. These gambling nooks. Yeah, that's yeah. why they're looking for cigarettes and video games, and they're looking to get cool away. Shit. They need. Uh, they need a. A. All they need is a as a, a parental figure, or they need a guiding figure in their life to kind of reach out toward them yep. to them and uh you know obviously have their best interest at heart and stuff like that who knows again most of these kids probably come from you know bad families or maybe broken homes who you know which is again that is that's real life that's who's yeah. most likely to get in trouble a, a troubled youth is coming from a, a maybe a bad home life or something like that yep. and just having somebody that shows some actual compassion towards them even if they're a giant rat ta- ta- <laughs> chained chained to a chain link fence uh you know the the humanity is still there so i i think the i think this movie is more heartfelt than a lot of other um comic than mo- than most comic book properties could ever get oh definitely man yeah you know yeah it's interesting man i mean in a way like comic books were used to like teach kids about lessons and being a good kid in a way or like mm-hmm. uh, I guess when I think about it from like a, a maybe that kind of point of view too uh, where it's like yeah. movies now nobody's learning anything about anything or how to treat people or yeah. like how to be a human or how to like that's not a thing right that <laughs> there's no there's no message certainly, it's just yeah certainly not know, from a Marvel movie yeah there's like, no like Oh wow! Captain Marvel you know, is moments. Like, yeah. The message in Captain Marvel is: don't let yourself be kidnapped and brainwashed by aliens. Yeah, like, by shapeshifters. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that's not a that's not a problem for any of us. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. It's not like you know those old Superman cartoons, which again, maybe you don't need. I don't think you need this message from Superman. Maybe but not. Superman. Yeah. You, Superman cartoons used to be. You know, he would be like. You know, he would be give a stern talking to kids that were being mean to Asian kids. He's like. He's like, we're all, yeah, we're all Americans. Real. We're all, yeah, I know. It yeah. Looked, and it was like, we're all Americans here and we got to treat everybody nicely. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's simplistic. I, I don't, I didn't need, I didn't need Superman to tell me not to be mean to Asian kids. I was just, <laughs> I just was nice. Yeah. But, you know, some people needed a, a Superman for it. Yeah. Some people needed this kid, Danny, he needed Splinter to. To listen. To listen, to give him a, give him some guidance, let him realize it anyway um we don't typically do re- uh recommendations on our in the can episodes because yeah. they're classic classic movies, movies that or we movie, want to talk movies, about yeah they're movies yeah. that we love from a time being but you know i love these movies and i can't recommend them highly enough yeah definitely recommend these movies for sure the at least the first two i'm going to rewatch the third one and see if i see if it has see if it catches see your... if it redeems itself in my eyes yeah, I'm curious, man. I'm curious of the flow. I, I I definitely want to rewatch them and just like how they kind of mesh together too would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, 
thank you folks for another watching another in the can episode of Let's Get Trashed. Uh, Jimmy, where can the, if the if the people want to see more Jimmy D, how do they do? More that? of me. Uh, Sleepy Cowboy TX is my Instagram, and uh, you can find everything there. Very cool. And yeah. once again, I'm your host at Nick Tazo on Twitter at Nick Tazo Drums on Instagram. Give me a follow, uh, like, subscribe. Please leave a comment. The more comments, the better. Um, uh, if you're watching this and you want to tell me something personally, uh, don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> Just comment. Comment. Whatever you want to say about it, comment. <laughs> Whatever you want to say I, about I, me. I, you know, and this, uh, this especially applies to my mom and dad. They love to text me and ask me questions and talk about this stuff, and I love hearing from you. Uh, but do me a favor and leave a comment instead, and eventually I'll see it. You want to hang out later? Leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to meet up? You yeah. Just, if you're trying to... You want to grab a drink? You want to yeah. see a movie? If you're trying to slide in these DMs? Tr- don't. Don't. <laughs> leave just a leave comment. All right? Put your money where your mouth is. Do it out in public. Do it. Put it out don't, there. Don't secretly slide into my DMs if you want to get to know me better. Leave a comment. Let everybody know where your head's at. Comment only. Yeah. All right. Thanks, folks. Let's get trashed. In the can. Oh, yeah. I got I to gotta make sure I do my in the can. Tagline. Yeah, that'll be there. That'll be at the top. Don't worry about it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody.